again from the virtual building. It's your two favorite people on your favorite podcast. It's your boy, Mike. It's your boy, Hassan. And viewers, viewers, this is the one. (laughs) This shit is about to go off because we got a special guest in the building on the Mike and Hassan show, a man of the people a Pasadena legend and local real nigga, my man Shane, a.k.a. Black Jedi. What is up, dog? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Do y'all hear me on my live? Yeah, you. they hear you. you. Live, you in there, man. Gang, gang, man. The people hear you. You hear, man. This, this, this one I've been excited for. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I've been ready. So I know <laughs> we, finna, we finna have some, some good convos, some good content coming up tonight. Yeah. Welcome to the virtual building, man. You look like you've already made yourself comfortable. You puffing. You got the great backdrop. We on. Just a little something, something. Just a little something, something. Just chilling, chilling, chilling. So I, I know y'all come with the y'all like, come on. with the vibes. So I know I definitely working, had to match the angles, energy. Working, working with angles. Working with angles. Uh, real quick, Shane. I know I gave you a good introduction, but just real, real brief. Tell the people who you are. Oh man. Uh. This is not a job interview, by you the way. You know, nah, nah, nah. Because <laughs> so, sometimes, you know what I'm saying, you want to you wanna say a lot, but don't say a lot. So, uh, in a nutshell, I'm a, I'm an ancient individual with an opinion that you might like or not like, but you never gonna not be, you know what I'm saying, in the middle of the, of, of the road on that. You gonna like something, I have to say, or you gonna dislike something? I have to say, that's something I definitely. That's the core of me. No middle. Yeah, I'm I'm unapologetically authentic. I'm always gonna be myself. I ain't never gonna apologize for it. And you like it or you don't like it, man. That's just that's part of that's part of the game. Yeah, so, honestly, bro, I don't I don't think you could have uh, had a better description than that. You know, you are unapologetically you. I remember in the pre-show. Usually Hassan and I will tell people, you know, don't be nervous, just be yourself. Which you, we we knew we was getting 100% Shane no matter what. No, I've been ready for this. I've been ready. I've been ready and waiting since since y'all started. And y'all told me, I was like, we're going we gonna to need you on the pod. We're going we gonna to call you when it's right. And when Hassan hit me today, I was like, oh, okay. Hey, you got okay. caught up. Okay. I yeah, yeah. That's exactly. <laughs> on some baseball shit, you know what I'm saying? Like. You a designated hitter that game, and like you, you a real cleanup, so you gotta really come up and, and put it on. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, we we trying to we trying to have a have a night. That's why I was definitely like, night. oh, before before we get on, I need to be rolled up. Gotta have a drink pour. Gotta have the energy right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we was gonna be on. I was excited. Well, me and Michael's on Xbox right before. I was like, bro, we this finna be great tonight. This is finna go crazy, man. That's uh. That's how we do here on the Mike and the Sun Show, man. And uh, speaking of ball, man, uh, tell the tell the people who your favorite team is. Basketball, Los Angeles Lakers. Baseball, the New York Yankees. Mm. I am football illiterate, so I am never gonna claim to have a favorite football team. Uh, my grandpa used to be a Patriots fan, but I'm not gonna claim that shit no more because I don't even know nothing about football. So, but I fucking love Lamar Jackson. He the realest. That's my favorite player in football as I learned football. There you go. Definitely a game changer. Definitely one who is uh, 
controversial, definitely, especially when he was coming into the league. Um, but, you know, I think he's a free agent after this year, and, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with the man. And, and somebody better pay him. Hopefully the Ravens, because they they're going to resign him. They're going to resign him. They'll resign him. All I know is he deserved money just like Judge deserved money. Like your boy Yankees. Judge, man. Yankees, the, the season Judge having, he definitely better get paid. Oh, yeah. He he left them literally no choice. Not not after this. Not after yeah. this. I mean, for those who don't follow baseball much, Aaron Judge is on a, a uh, record-breaking pace. He may uh, break the American League home run record if he uh, keeps playing the way that he's playing. So, yeah, we're watching history. And uh, speaking of history, I remember having a conversation with you, Shane, and you was telling me that your favorite baseball player is Derek Jeter. Fact. Fact. Okay. okay. Derek Jeter is, I would say, the reason I started actively watching baseball. I think. Eric Jeter, I, for one, I always just thought, like, before I really, like, knew the game, I just thought, like, shortstop is clear. You have to be the best player to play shortstop. So I tend to, you know what I'm saying? When I was first getting into baseball, it's so much to learn and so much to know. But, man, Jeter, to me, even though, you know, it may not be – the best overall compared to a lot of people in maybe, you know what I'm saying, pure hits, power, you know what I'm saying, or field or anything like that, man, right. as an overall collective body of work in a career, man, you can't argue nothing against against the cap. Right. Guys, yeah, I, just I mean, wanna, just want to jump in real quick because I'm, I'm, I, I don't keep old baseball enough, but from what you told me, Shane, and I got to, I know football, is Jeter the Tom Brady of baseball? No. No. That's no, not a no. fair comparison? No. 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 Mm. He great. But when you, man, Tom Brady is in such a league of his own. Like, Tom, like you can only put, like, Tom Brady next to, like, people like Michael Jordan and stuff like that. Right. But, like, Jeter not there? I, I, I can't. Mm. I'm not that knowledgeable about baseball to say it mike would have to say it over me but i wouldn't just off basic knowledge i wouldn't put him like tom brady not mm. quite not is quite it, is it possible to even be that good in baseball because that again that is one of those mm. that's a team sport that's a sport where right. you're more selfless right right what so is think? it is that is you know y'all the baseball guys i'm here i'm just here i got questions mike, mike more than me i want to know what mike think on that um so, so the question is, can you be that impactful or, or that great in the sport of baseball um, as like a quarterback? Um, I think the, the closest thing we can get to it is a pitcher. Mm. Um, position player, I think that's a completely different comparison because like you said, they get, you know, three, four, maybe five at bats a night. The ball may get hit to them once or twice. So, you know, their impact isn't that of a of a quarterback or a a, a star basketball player, a la a LeBron or a, a, a Kobe or a Jordan or anything like that. Um, so I think if you did have to choose any position, it would have to be a pitcher. Okay, okay, that's fair. And my next question is: Derek Jeter a great leader? Because again, he was on the Yankees. They yes. Were winning. Yes. He yes. With, without a 
doubt. So for even though it's so difficult to be a Tom Brady statistical talent, Derek Jeter, as being demonstrated beautifully in what, six episodes so far, Mike, this documentary? We're, yeah, six episodes in, uh, episode seven, which is the final part of the series, is releasing this week. To to be, and me and you have been talking about this every episode, because I hit you and I was like, yo, is this is this the last dance of baseball documentaries? Mm-hmm. I, I, I felt that way watching it. Excuse me, it gives me that that feeling when I watch it, but the the way it tells his story it weaves you know in and out of time the way he's actually able to directly respond to people i don't know if it's either the last dance is so revolutionary it changed how sports documentaries and all documentaries have to be told or Mm. is it what i think and jeter is that impactful of a player you know despite the difficulties because, I mean, mm. he did it through multiple errors. It's not like, you know, they the, the he they did it, back-to-back, slump, all right, wait, now, now this is tough. Now we reloaded the team, and now we did it again. Like, and it's ebbs and flows so far through six episodes. Funny enough, uh, not to cut you off, funny enough you say slumps, though, because they, they only didn't win it for one year. They won three out of four. <laughs> Yeah, and that, one, and that one year was considered a slump. And the way they make that one year seem is insane. Like the end of the year, or the end of the world, I mean. Um, and you know, uh, before we move on from the topic of, of Jeter and his talents, I think for Jeter, what makes Jeter Jeter is more so that the intangibles jump off of the uh, oh. uh, the paper. You know, um, yes. obviously he had game. I mean, of course, but. Um, even in the documentary, um, for people who have been watching, listeners, viewers, Shane, um, they they even say like, yeah, A-Rod was better at the time. Like if we're talking single, like stat for stat, pound on for the, pound, on the paper, who, who, who's the better baseball A-Rod. player? A-Rod. It was A-Rod. A-Rod at the time, for sure. And, and I agree with that. But guess what? Jeter was making more of an impact on his team with his leadership, young leadership um his attitude towards winning um just the way that he was selfless he put the team before himself and not stressed enough coming out of high school coming out of high school coming out of high school so yeah hassan um Uh, i I think that's what makes him great give me you know again i'm i have not seen the doc and i'm not the biggest baseball guy give me an example like what was he doing give me an example man you know what one thing i like that is so stressed in the doc is Jeter was laser focused in team objectives Mm. and nothing no outside force was ever going to sway him from that you know they they always talk about in sports documentaries about media penetration you know how the media probe affects the team and when they talk about it with Jeter there there's basically a section of this documentary that almost stresses the media's kind of saltiness to it oh well jeter had programmed answers and you know he just had useful things and it was only this he never spoke politically and never spoke racially and never did like quarterback talk 
in a way. Quarterback but, talk. Oh, yep. Yeah. I've yep. Exactly. Never, I've never seen it from such a almost salty angle. Now they they wanted to get a rise out of him. They wanted him to slip up. They just wanted something. They, they wanted headlines. Anything. anything. And anytime they got a little taste of it, um, Shane, you've seen the documentary. Um, anytime they got a even the smallest of headlines, he kill it. They he not only would he kill it, but the media would try to blow it up at the same time. Because mind mm -hmm. you, this is New York. This is the media capital. So, you know, you've got the face of their franchise basically giving New York nothing to talk about. <laughs> but baseball, about <laughs> but regular, but regular baseball and winning, though, and winning. They won three out of four. They could have won five in a row. Oh, um, I mean, they, they were that good. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's what speaks to Jeter's greatness. Just just the way he just his his mindset towards the game and how he handled himself and carried himself. And I mean, even for another example, Hassan, there was Jeter was going through a personal slump. Hmm. It was said in the documentary, well, everybody's been saying this, but we were afraid to come and talk to you about it. And he's like, yo, if you would have said something, I could have adjusted my game and we wouldn't have lost. Like he's like, he's even open, like, you know what I'm saying? As, even as a star player and the captain, like, yo, if, if I'm doing something wrong as a perfectionist in my game, I want to know. And your refusal to tell me cost us the championship, essentially. Yeah. Mm. As soon as he heard it, the first thing he said he did was switch trainers. He said, as soon as they told him, he was like, I switched trainers. I started working on everything they said I was lacking in so that I could get us, you know what I'm saying, back to, to what we are. Hmm. So, winners, I mean, yeah. that's that's not, you know what I'm saying? And not, so not the, everybody despite, can do that. Despite his level of success and, again, being the team captain, it, he wasn't ego-driven. It was like, you can, again, you can give me some criticism, no. some feedback. Like, it's nothing personal. Bet, I'm going to change. I'm going to get better. Okay. And when I asked the Tom Brady question, it, it really wasn't directed at stats because I know baseball is a different type of sport. But as far as mentality, it is giving very Tom Brady. It's giving very Michael Jordan, the laser focus. The Michael's in the dark. Michael sits Mike. down for Mike personal. Like something, man, something that I realize about a lot of documentaries about people is you can grade how much money and research and time and effort went into a doc based on the other people that sit down to speak about the person mm. now in baseball you're often going to get baseball legends with it which there are uh, numerous black baseball legends in the doc but michael jordan is also in the doc just saying personal things about what it's like to be that level of athlete, what him and Derek Jeter's friendship is like. Like, it's like that. They got Jordan. Man, yeah. Michael Jordan had two previous presidents in the last dance. And they didn't even put that they were presidents on their bio. Just some guy. This is who you were when Mike was Mike. Not who you were. Who you were while I was the go, while I was doing what I was doing. When That's you was watching me be great, Sam, Barack, what? you was just a, some dude named Barack. I was Jordan, so you know, don't talk to me. Derek Jeter exactly has Michael Jordan in there talking about. Well, Jeter doesn't have many friends. Me and him, or you know, our friendship is. Come on, fam. 
Yeah. I, that's that's why I've every almost every episode I've texted Mike and I'm like, bro, are are you sure that's not like? Because I'm one of like just off <laughs> you know fandom. I'm like, man, this this might be the last dance of baseball, fam. Like, feels like it. I can agree with that. It definitely feels like it, even though uh, it's not a team. It, it's not a team, and I it. I don't think many people would consider Jeter like the goat of baseball, but it does get, it does have that, that same feeling that the last dance had while I was watching it. You know Man. what? We're going to give Jeter his flowers. Cause again, absolutely. Baseball is one, is one of the ultimate team sports. It's one of the sports you really have to be like the most selfless and do what's right for the team. Um, so respect to Jeter and Y'all mentioned greatness, and I don't know if y'all ready for the next topic. But Shane, viewers, Shane is a Star Wars expert, historian. Any other hey, big word I think of, he's that for Star Wars. Kind of historian. Historian kind of is crazy. There we go. Historian, historian feels crazy. accurate, though. That feels deadly accurate. Like, you want to talk about Old Republic? It you takes a it takes some some stuff some stuff takes a minute to remember, but I mean me and Mike went to me and me and Mike go go way back since you know elementary school, Linda Vista days, and there was a library across the street and we went every so often to check out books and we was often able to check out two, three at a time. And Mike knew if there was a Star Wars book, I was taking it. ten times out of ten, hundred percent. I was taking some Star Wars some some manga anime book and then yeah. just something so that the teacher ain't get on my nerves or tell my mama something crazy that was it but then, then that's two out of three always 100 percent and and listeners he is also an anime connoisseur historian uh, i can't historian i ain't gonna go that far connoisseur historian. definitely connoisseur. I, I don't know all the history i need another big word for you <laughs> uh <laughs> shit man give me a second i'm drinking i think it's no enthusiast there we go gang gang that's we definitely An enthusiast is the one anime enthusiast he got him on the mike and the show nah. yeah we got What's him on here you know, um, and we got that new series coming out, man. We got that new series. Andor next month, September. Andor next month. They twelve dropped, uh, episodes. They dropped the twelve episodes. They dropped the release date for each episode. I think we get three episodes in the first week. On night one. On night one, which is that's uh, gonna be September, a lot to unpack. September tenth, I wanna say. Somewhere I might be around wrong there. off the top, but it's it's around first first couple weeks of September. Somewhere Shout out around. Disney Plus. Shout out Disney. Throw Hassan and Mike some money if you listen to this, man. We could really use it. We all Disney fans around here. No, we need that, that Disney check. That Disney check. But Andor, it's so crazy, especially considering like the the actual world is in like some political mess. But um, Andor gonna be a prequel to Rogue One and will essentially revolve around two things being the empire's major plays of political moves and the rise of the actual resistance within both the combative outer world sphere and the political sphere. Mm. So hopefully we're looking at some political drama thriller 
it'd be a stretch to ask for Game of Thrones level type play. But I mean, if I mm. could ask for something, considering House of the Dragon. So real quick, real quick, you know, we're, you know, something that we always talk about on the Mike and Hassan show is just, uh, you know, maturing and, you know, growing, you know, becoming of age, you know, the Mike mm-hmm. and Hassan show, becoming of age podcast. Becoming a man is, is quite the top. But when we, I think of Star Wars, you know, when I'm younger, it's just like explosions, lightsabers, magic. It's just, it's just action and it's cool, right? You know, now I'm older, I can appreciate that. Like, okay, there's, there's a level of politics here. You got an empire resistance. You got this new show for what it sounds like is more focused on the political, not the big explosions, which, you know, again, we're older now. Like, I like Game of Thrones. We could get into that shit. But... You know, you tell me, are is are the masses ready for that shift in Star Wars? More on the political side. Um man, that's a flip of the coin. That's a that's a flip of the coin. And that's what everything Star Wars, because you have you already have two totally divided fanships in a way of these, you know, OG purists and these for I don't like the term but the, you know, the, the prequel newbie in a way. Um, man, I, I, I judge every single thing, every, every, you know, type of thing I watch or listen to on one simple thing. When I watched it or listened to it for the first time, did I like it or not? Simple. Everybody in, to me, in my, in my opinion, uh, everybody no, in the on, Star Wars. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We play it too safe. Who's everybody? Everybody in the Star Wars community, fam. I believe every Star Wars fan just can be extra. Even I can, yo. There's definitely been times <laughs> where off the cuff, I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And then there's also yeah. been some times off the cuff, I was like, man, that's... Hey, why they do that to my to my shit? Like, this, this, is, this is kind of mine. It's not mine, but I mean, fuck. Like, why you do this to, to my shit like that, you know? So I right. think there's I think there's that in every single Star Wars fan. Cause mm. you said you said the prequel purist and oh the OG that bruh. Again, I, I, I remember growing up, it prequel was like newbies, old, right? Old, older prequel people. newbies and OG purists, man. Prequel OG newbies. Purist, yeah, so I got backwards. OG purists. I remember growing up, if you talked anything Star Wars, the first thing older people will say, oh, the originals were better. This new <laughs> old man talk, old man talk. Blah, 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 blah. So it's with with anything, right? You feel good about something if you were one of the first fans. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you were one of the first fans of some shit, you feel like, man, every man, I, I put, man, all y'all got put on after me. Y'all was all late. Y'all was this, y'all was that. That's you feel a little bit of that that's a level of pride that's pride right there yeah definitely, definitely that's pride definitely. now it's also but it's also a little bit of ego watch mm. this mm. you don't control that mm. you're just a fan other people control that and they make that so now you have to decide to ride or not ride with whatever this becomes now if you really enjoy it like i do hey man i throw my hands up on, on some of them is l's so, so man not not all it you happens. know the, you wait 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 wait, wait 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 so what, what star wars are you saying is bad the what is that mm-hmm. so uh-oh. uh og Uh-oh. trilogy 
OG trilogy for me in my fanship, the OG trilogy is is relatively perfect. I, that's how I became a Star I'll, Wars fan. I'll give you that. So four, that's five, how, and six. Four, four five, five, and six for the four, for the listeners six, that aren't familiar. A New Hope, um, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. You never gonna hear me say nothing negative about those. That's how I got put on. That's let me, let me, say, let me, can, let me cut you off real quick. I can say something there. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Let me cut you off real quick, though, try. Shane. Um, if I remember, uh, episode three is, is is your personal favorite, though, right? Yes. Revenge of the Sith is my personal favorite. Okay, so that's yes. that's prequel. Yes. But as a total, you'll take the, the OGs. Oh, man. If I have to, if you told me I could only watch a series of those at a time for the rest of my life, it's going to be the OG. I'm going to take four, five, and six. Gotcha. Now, if you told me I could only watch one for the rest of my life, it's going to be Revenge of the Sith. Mm. Okay. I'm here for controversy. I'm here to set it off. All right. OG Trilogy has some of the weakest lightsaber fights, some of the weakest action sequences and known dates in today's date, I mean, for this time, mm -hmm. it was good. It was mm -hmm. this fish in the thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you look at them now, they're shit. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are we talking Alec, visually or Alec? Alec Guinness was. <laughs> Alec uh, Guinness uh, was what set in his seventies, ish. Alec Guinness was that the Alec? The, Alec Guinness is Obi Wan. Alec Guinness is the original Obi Wan Kenobi. Yep. And you mean to tell me you want a 70-ish year old man to twirl <laughs> and do all kinds of shit? I mean, I mean, oh, here's the thing. At the time, since it was like a little sort it was cool, but then they get to the prequels, they're flipping, spinning, jumping, throwing the so lights. If Alec, so if Alec hey, Guinness, hey. if Alec Guinness is in his 70s, but Ewan McGregor starts, Ewan McGregor's on the Phantom Menace in his 20s. Hey man, they had Yoda flipping. A digital. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, hey man, if, uh, I feel you. Yes, I agree. Like the lightsaber fights in the prequels are better. That's what technology tell. does. But George right. Lucas will tell you that himself. But also, like, okay, let me drop a little knowledge on you. Something that was a fact about the original um, Star Wars, the original lightsaber fighting technique. Um, was based on a combination of um, samurai kendo, or yes, kendo and uh, fencing. George Lucas. I can see that. I can see that. George Lucas uh, is somewhere quoted saying that he wanted them to always keep both hands on the weapon. Mm. They, they were samurais. Yes. If you notice in, in most of the original fights, it's not until later, especially when you see kind of Luke become more of, of, a, of a master Jedi wear, but no, nah, even then there's not many one-handed uses. Almost uh, every time in the original well, trilogy, well, if you know somebody's using two hands. The original also didn't really have as many lightsaber fights. It was more no, blasters. That, that's mind true. Mind you, the definitely. Jedi were quote, quote, extinct. So, you know, again, I'm I'm, I'm trying to stir the pot. No, nah, you're nitpicking. You're definitely nitpicking right now. You're, I, I you're, am. You're nitpicking. I can't believe the fact that you compared a digital character to a 70-year-old <laughs> man. That's crazy to me, yo. Alec Guinness was old. <laughs> Alec Guinness was like that was like he wasn't 
Like that was an actual old man. Like rest in peace, like a legend. But like, yo, Alec Guinness was old during that film. And you thought, you comparing that to a digital Yoda? That's wild. Here for the controversy. Well, I got a song? question for you, Shane. I got a question okay. for you, man. As someone who's, uh, I would say I'm, I'm, I would be a newbie. If you were to categorize me, I'm, I'm a newbie. I didn't get in. I didn't I'm, really watch the dude. entire. I still haven't seen the entire saga. Whoa. Um, wrong I haven't. It's, I have not seen the entire. The saga. more they add to it, it gets longer. So that's. I'm. I'm not hip uh, on the Disney Plus, so I'll, I'll get off my high horse. Go on. Yeah, you know I, I, that, and that's what's been getting me through it. You know, I got my Disney Plus subscription, and I've been doing my timeline homework. Um, before that, the first, not the first Star Wars movie I saw. But the first time that I remember going to the theater and walking out like, okay, I really like this, I think was like episode eight. Whichever one came out in like 2015, 2016. Damn. That was like the first time I like saw one in the theater, walked out and was like, was like, okay. I wanna say, I wanna say Force Away. The last Jedi. No, no, Last Jedi, Last Jedi. The last Jedi. With Ray. Yeah. That would have been, yeah. Eight mm -hmm. eight is the last Jedi. We haven't even talked about the new ones yet, but we'll get there. So yeah, that was like my first experiences. Um, obviously, you know, I, I started to get into it over the years, and then you know they added the whole saga to Disney. I'm like, okay, let me let me check this out. Let me do my homework. Now, I too appreciate Episode Three the most so far, but I gotta ask, how do you feel about the spinoffs, the the solos of the world, the rogue ones of the world, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera? Mm. Rogue One is my favorite spinoff. Rogue, Rogue One is my favorite. Um, Rogue, and, Rogue One. And, and I'll tie this into Andor, which is part of why I'm really excited for Andor. Cassian Andor, when you first see him in Rogue One, is in a in a very, to me, pivotal moment. Hmm. He is looking for a key piece of intel story-wise. This person now in the story cannot go on in the escape. Now, a lot of times hero types, no matter what, we figure out a way to, we all make it out together and blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. Stormtroopers are coming and Cassian decides to make a decision. Well, I, you can't go. Oh, well. And he shoots him. That's amazing as a character who's in the resistance, as you know to be the heroes. You know what I'm saying? So Rogue One to me does a lot with different types of characters to accomplish a mission that a lot of people have questions about. Yo, the Death Star kills planets and y'all shot it in this hole? Yeah. How'd that work? Yeah. All right, we'll tell you, here's how it worked. And then it gives you historically what was before Kenobi, the greatest Darth Vader. Well, nah, that might still be my favorite Darth Vader scene of all time. That massacre through the hallway is incredible. Wait, and wait, now wait. for the Shane, for the viewers, for the viewers who might not be too hip to Star Wars, describe this Vader scene. I know what you're talking about. Describe yeah. it to the fans. Yeah. They have just got the plans to the Death Star. Spoiler. They have just got the plans to the Death Star. Historian. They have now passed the plans through a door to a dropship, which is a dropship that Leia is on and C-3PO and R2 will be jettisoned from. Um, and 
there are, I don't know, what is it? Maybe 10 soldiers in this hallway. Yep. The lights go black. You are hearing just the, the siren, right? When the lights go black and everybody turns down the hallway, they pan down and all you see is the lightsaber flash open mm -hmm. up. It just, the lightsaber turns on. You see Darth Vader and it's just, it's a red glow. They pan back to the soldiers. They all have this look of terror. <laughs> he slowly walks down the corridor, deflecting every blaster bolt. He's going crazy with them. He lifts a dude, leaves him there, walks by him, slashes him later. I mean, he's going nuts. It is the, it's, it's the most amazing probably four minutes of Star Wars <laughs> cinema that I that I have ever seen. It's my favorite, probably four minutes, 27 seconds or so. Like it's it's a chunk, but Rogue One as a complete movie to me, it's all good, but it's worth that four minutes in 27 seconds. Come on, bro. Literally slaughtered everybody. Fear, fear, just immense fear. And he ran through everybody uh, yeah. like butter. And it was <laughs> so good that they did it in the Mandalorian with Luke Skywalker. You come on, man. We we did it again. We repeated it for you with Luke and the the Death Troopers. Okay. Just okay. so y'all know. Hey, look. We, we tried to tell you, man. This man. This man's got a Star Wars encyclopedia in his brain, man. That's that was nuts. nuts. He knows the exact length of the of, of the scene. That Solo needs. I can appreciate Solo, but Solo basically just wants to cover the hits for you. So, so okay, what's what's the Kessel Run? Well, here's the Kessel Run. All right, you know what I'm saying? How did Han Solo and Chewbacca meet? Well, here's how Han Solo and Chewbacca meet. Han right. Solo's got a famous blaster. Oh, well, here's how Han Solo got the famous blaster. Like, you know, it's 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 giving you the Easter egg. That that movie could have been better. I like the premise. Of the the Han Solo origin as an idea is fire. Fire. Execution was not there, and it, we could say a lot of different reasons. So, okay, so I asked you earlier, what was some of like Star Wars L's? So we we found one: Han Solo, Solo, The Last Jedi, parts of The Rise of Skywalker. Let me think. Let me think. Let me no, think. I, I mean new trilogy is overall most people's least favorite. Is that parts. Parts of the Phantom Menace, but I mean that's where that's where they first started playing with the idea of political drama. But I'd probably say if I had to just do complete L's, that people would probably unanimously say Solo, Phantom Menace, The Last Jedi, Phantom Menace might get a more if we go in fifty one forty nine over like some majority. A majority might say Phantom Menace is on the weaker side for sure. Um, yeah, the last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. If we play in the majority game, the Rise of Skywalker might might take that ill too. The Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, Solo, Phantom. Man. There's there's a lot to unpack here, but I'm I'm gonna ask the question, especially when I would say when I was a kid. So maybe this is where my pride, my nostalgia is at. I liked Phantom Menace. What was wrong with that movie? Everyone, Miss um, Basher, go ahead. Pacing, 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 pacing. Number one, pacing, yep. pacing, pacing. So movies yep. have pace. Essentially, how the ebbs and flows of action is, you know, I always say Infinity War is the perfectly paced movie. It literally opens 
you know, with some doom, but hits you over the head with some action, you know, quickly sets up the stakes and, you know, what what this is going to be moving forward. And then nonstop over and over and over, it's hitting you over the head with action and exposition, you know, one right after the other. But Phantom Menace, it's a little slower in the beginning. I'll give you that. It, um I you know it, it it plays the political game without explaining the political game just throws so, you in it. i mean yeah. okay, you know if if you're not a super fan of star wars you don't even understand what trade routes are in a gap i was i was just about to chime in and say the same thing as, as someone for that to be the very first episode like if i'm someone who's never seen stars before mm. this is my very first experience i have no idea what i'm gonna get starting at episode one would be a lot to unpack because there's so many characters in and out of it we don't know who this is we don't know who that is like shane said we don't know what these routes are we like there's just a lot going on as far as like characters for me i was overwhelmed uh personally and um and like he said the pace it's a space it's a space opera so yeah there's a lot of characters yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. it drops you it drops you in space you know it 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 drops you in already like the opening shot of a new hope drops you in with so much pre-established lore in a way that you should get in one shot it's one ship flying off and you think oh this is really big and then an all-encompassing ship that like takes over most of the camera it's got no scenes scenes for scenes but you know so that that's that's a lot to know that's 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 probably what it what i would say we are going to get into this more, but on the Mike and the Sun show, we're about to take a quick omission and we'll get right back to you folks. Stay tuned. So we are back in the Mike and the Sun show. We are and kick, that's kick the punch. <laughs> building and we was wrapping up the Star Wars talk because we can keep going and going. So no, I definitely can. Shane, but yeah. You mentioned Infinity War and that movie's pacing, and I'm sure among other things you can say, let's talk about the MCU because you're a big MCU buff as well. Oh look, man, I'm I'm the 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 biggest Marvel fan and probably just gonna be favoritism to just say after the DCEU because of the greatness that Marvel has done, even though I like Zack Snyder's Justice League. I'm though. Well, I mean still we're not getting into that. So hey, I also liked uh Birds of Prey, but hey. Oh yeah, yeah. well and Shazam. I have a question yes. for y'all. How do y'all feel? Cause we're nearing the end of what is now, I think, phase four. Black Panther should be, yeah, Wakanda Forever, I think, should be the end of phase four, if I'm not mistaken. Correct, correct. With that being said, phase four spanning from I guess we can go Loki or Black or Black Widow-ish, whatever, back then towards all the pandemic specials. Um, but all the way up until now, for what you've seen, how do y'all feel this phase has gone compared to the previous? Mm. Um, back, I'm going to look it up so I can tell y'all exactly what phase four is too. I, I believe phase four did start with black widow 
and then um of course you have uh shang chi you have uh eternals you have uh no way home uh multiverse of madness love and thunder um and then wakanda forever for the for the for the films and then yes. i know for 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 shows they did uh i think they started with wandavision i want to say WandaVision. so this is phase four Loki. starts wandavision wandavision captain uh wandavision the falcon and the winter soldier i'm calling real captain america that's a black captain america. captain america at this point he's captain soldier. america oh god uh, <laughs> loki black widow what if shang chi eternals hawkeye moon knight multiverse of madness miss marvel um we got she hulk coming up so we can't speak for that but um like mike said we also got thor love and thunder mm -hmm. and upcoming will be black panther wakanda forever so for what you have seen of phase four how do you feel how do we feel um Go ahead, i'm mike. pretty much caught up on the phase i'm caught up on the phase i've seen everything up to miss marvel finished that a few weeks ago um overall <sighs> feel like they could have they could have came a little harder starting off the multiverse uh saga granted i don't think it's going to live up to the infinity saga um especially with the way that phase three i mean phase three oh was that's loaded. a hot take okay phase three was loaded um i mean you had a uh, civil war uh, civil war guardians volume two guardians coming thor ragnarok black panther infinity war and men in Far the world i mean phase three was loaded um oh uh, yeah then, we um, do gotta count spider-man in phase four we do gotta Spider count phase, that spider-man is phase four dude that's probably my highlight of phase four easily yeah i think most that's of us will agree with that phase. majority will say uh we'll definitely say no way home um i know legend of the ten rings was also highly received which i, I i've enjoyed myself um Hassan, I want to I know mean, how you feel before I give my hot take. Other than that, I mean, yeah. Yo, Shane, I want to know how you feel before I give my hot take. You're not gonna like. You're not gonna like it, bro. I might. You might. Oh no, you're not gonna like her. I feel. Uh -oh. How you feel? I might. I, well, we might agree. Maybe not. Who knows? This what is, bro. You remember Endgame? Yep, I definitely do remember Endgame, beginning to end. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have not watched anything. Well, I haven't watched most things from the MCU since Endgame, minus Spider-Man. That's going to contribute to my take. I'm not, there's so much. That's going to contribute I'm, to my take. I, I'm, I'm going to be real with y'all. There was so much content. Disney Plus came out. You had, again, all the Star Wars stuff. I was overwhelmed with content. I just, I just did, I refused. I opted out. Because mm. I feel like, because I'm not, because I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Like y'all would have the conversation in the group chat, and I always wanted to contribute. I was always listening to what y'all say, so I feel like I kind of know what has happened. But there was just too much for me to even try to keep up to date, and I refused. Now, before you go, Shane, I just have a question for Hassan. Um, does this have to do with you, you feel like you invested so much into the first saga, with with Iron Man coming out, you know, and whatever i think what was it oh wait all the way up until, all the way up until 20 
all the yeah 19 you know, 20 20 you, you invested in you invested a decade end game was the perfect ending yeah it was just like so much resolution whether we liked it or not everything was resolved and he said no we're not done and i was like i can't do it Kevin Feige to go because again and I, but the thing is i always love the idea that now all these other characters that we have learned to love over that decade who were the side characters they're the stars now it was like a legit passing of the torch we put these first of all you already had robert downey jr you had scarlett johansson you already had mega stars but they elevated even higher because the mcu then you took people who were up and coming and put them on now they're high in the mcu it was just too much i respect it but it was just too much for me so so pretty much it was like it was just the fact that they were like larger than life for you for lack of a better term no it was no. it was like they it was the perfect ending that's what i'm saying it was just everything it was, was just Mwah. yeah Mwah. and again i knew like you you built up black panther you had to keep that going you built up thor and uh gardens of the galaxy but maybe just a break maybe a gap like like we didn't there was no theme like there's no time to theme like oh like i can't wait till we get more mcu it was like we just had the greatest ending and here's more okay okay and again i understand business so i know why they did it artistically they needed a break mm. okay mm. i'm mad at them though make that paper mm. I'm interested to hear your take, Shane, because we've been holding it off for so long. Man, I, I like what Hassan was saying because I low-key feel like he's going to agree with, with my hot take. I feel like with Phase 4, Marvel forgot about the most like basic common fan that was just going for spectacle in a way. So, first of all, I like all of these things. I have enjoyed phase four, but something I've thought about moving through phase four, especially after all of San Diego Comic-Con, looking at what phase phases five and six are building towards with phase four coming to an end with Black Panther Wakanda forever. And it this now about to be called this, this next three sagas about to be called the multiverse saga. The first phase, other than the final episode of Loki does not tie into the big bad or a greater team as much as the first, you know, three phases did with setting up Thanos, which was a complete, you know, impromptu. That was improvised by Joss Whedon. He put it in, he liked it, and right, let let Marvel figure it out later. And Marvel, Kevin Feige is so great. Like, you know what I'm saying? Marvel, Marvel figures it out, you know. But phases one through three are so clearly working toward this overarching, working through this overarching story towards this villain. Phase four hasn't really done that. And unless you really know... Again, this is why I said common fan. Unless you really are a comic book fan That's who me. knows who who he is, he who remains is, you you're not gonna understand the reference. As soon as I as I found out Jonathan Majors was playing Kang, and I had already known Kang was gonna be the next Thanos, 
I was like, oh, this might be the greatest thing ever. Like a black man about to be the next Thanos level threat. And for people who are comic book versed, Kang is a Thanos level threat. He, you know, is exactly at spoiler alert. And the end of Loki, if you haven't seen it, he is Nathaniel Richards, a descendant of Reed Richards. He is a multiversal time conqueror, essentially. He goes through and conquers different timelines of different multiverses. There is a council of Kangs in uh, Chronopolis, if I'm not mistaken, is the, is the term of the city that Kang rules over. So, you know, when Jonathan Majors says that you should... You know, if, if you think I'm bad, just wait until you meet my variants. Yes, right. they are. So, he is something right. to fear. Kang the Conqueror is something to fear. You know, if, if you're a common fan, when he says, oh, I've been dubbed by many names, a ruler, a conqueror, the common fan doesn't understand what's great about Jonathan Major saying that. But me, my ears perk up. I get giddy. Like, so all the phase four Spoiler to alert. me is like that you know it does a lot with inclusion i liked miss marvel i liked hawkeye you know but it doesn't it doesn't build up for you as a common fan you're like all right well what is this what is this leading towards or are they just putting stuff out like right because right now that's that's kind of how it feels um for a lot of people um like you said like the common fan a lot of characters, um, a lot of characters. You, there's a lot of, yeah, and, and they're they're introducing us and trying to get us familiar with a lot of faces that we haven't seen before, um, which is a tough thing to do, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, doing it with Iron Man, Captain America, Spider-Man, all, that's a lot different than trying to do it with, with Moon Knight and, and, and but Loki. But even, even that, in San Diego Comic-Con, when, when that first when that first lineup, that first slate of films is announced, Kevin Feige says, pay attention to the names I'm saying, and I'm sure you're going to understand or you're going to know what this is leading up to. They they got that for a reason. Again, leading up to something. You know what I'm saying? So when they announced that at Comic-Con, you knew, oh, wait a minute. They got Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor. Whoa, that's, that's the big three of the Avengers. The, right. the nerd in you and then now you just have to get people on board to like it iron man ends up being a smash with its you know fusion of practical effects and digital effects robert downey jr is the you know absolute great cast character capturing like great they're, on that one. They, they that was spot exactly on. like now home run, for yeah. most people who read comic books now if if you're a huge fan of iron man chances are you hear robert downey jr in your head. if you read a deadpool comic you hear ryan reynolds in your head you know what i'm saying so they it was so much that you could tell oh this leads to something the nerd in me i can tell you what the beginnings of phase four lead to but the moment i start saying it then you go oh wait a minute word phase four has introduced you guys to the young avengers almost all of them like and it's it's crazy like they've introduced y'all who, who's to the, the younger who's the young avengers uh wanda's uh wanda's kids wicked and speed um uh the young black kid uh isaiah bradley's what is it grandson is the patriot um kate bishop and hawkeye miss marvel uh 
let me think. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Well, Spider-Man might end up being a part of the team because Tom Holland is a face, but I don't know. Technically, I wouldn't say Young Avengers. Um, yeah. Uh, I was just saying this yesterday. Uh, Ant Man is going to introduce stature. Cassie Lang was recast, so that's 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 an Avengers team. That's that's six people that you've all now, you know what I'm saying, in a capacity been introduced to that and, sets up the Young Avengers. And spoiler, not spoiler, if you because again, you're the comic book guy. So like if you know when this team assembles, like you knew when you assemble Iron Man, Thor, and Spider-Man, you get Thanos. In this case, you get Kang. Like you know he's coming. Well, they fuse Marvel does a good job of fusing material, but that's the thing. You have to know some of the material i can't say i'm the most perfectly well-versed in all oh, the no, material no. But... Again, it's a, again i'm talking about there's too much shows i already know there's a lot of comic because there's a lot of material but that's the thing because they're pulling from so much comic book material to make their shows unless you know what to look for you don't know what you're looking for so they've lost not i don't want to say lost because they haven't it all still makes money it also gets viewed but i don't know what you don't know yeah, in a way, they've, to me, in my opinion, forgotten a lot of the common fan. The only thing that people know moving forward now is, especially now that, that Comic-Con has happened, is yes, we're going to get Secret Wars, we're going to get Kang Dynasty, we're going to get, yep. you know, a Fantastic Four, which means a possible Doctor Doom, which plays into both of those things, you know, but as Phase 4 goes in its entirety, like, We haven't, we haven't had a good me, Fantastic Four in forever, by the way. To to me, it just doesn't it doesn't it doesn't engage the common fan to still be like, all right, well, what is this? Where does this go? You know. So the, so the, remind remind me what your 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 hot take was. You heard it here Marvel, first. Few Marvel has forgotten the common fan, the common non comic book fan. Marvel That's has forgotten how much you need to blatantly put certain things in the common fans faces. You know, it's, 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 I like being a, a, a comic book nerd still and being like, Oh damn, that's whoa. Okay. This going to be, you know what I'm saying? I like the in Miss Marvel. It was like, she a mutant. I was like, I don't care that that's not really what it is in the, I don't care that they made changes from what the comic book are. I like that the world is, becoming this all-encompassing thing and whatever they're going to do to do it they do it i cool. did see a lot of people upset with uh with what you just said that uh it said that miss marvel was a mutant it threw me off but when they said when he when real said the word mutation and i heard the x-men i was like come on bro you got mm -hmm. me you got mm -hmm. me yeah got me. i ain't gonna hold you i don't care yeah. i don't care if this ain't it i mean her powers aren't the same from the comic book if you want to nitpick like in in the you know in a comic book she don't have a little glow crystally thing around her like that's not what she do but it works for the story and it looked good in what they did i enjoyed captain marvel like you know what i'm saying but you uh miss marvel miss marvel i'm sorry I'm, yeah, yeah. yeah both of them shoot i like captain yeah. marvel by too. the way why so there's a miss marvel and a captain marvel but they're both women yeah yes See, yeah. common fan, I'm like, because I, I knew, I knew, you don't know, exactly. See, you I, don't knew, know I knew, I knew they were separate, but like, I was like, I love to clarify. Because <laughs> I see, I see Captain Marvel. And you was like, Miss Marvel, okay, you thought you was finna get Carol Danvers. And then you probably looked at it and you was like, 
who's the little Indian pack? You well, you probably didn't even know she was supposed to be Pakistani, but you probably looked at him was like just stereotype. Who's the little Indian girl with superpowers? That's, but like if you don't Marvel. like if you don't know, like she's one of like the newest characters, and quite honestly, like this isn't an opinion, this is a fact. She's had one of like the, the better you know runs for a new comic book character. She's had plenty of stories that are that are awesome. So it's like and uh what's what's uh Amon Villani? I I hope I'm not messing up her name, but she smacked it out the park. She, she did she was awesome as Miss Marvel. She was awesome. I enjoyed it. I'm not gonna I lie, she, she kept it. me invested. Ex- yes, she, she, she yes. single-handedly Sing- kept me invested. Singularly for sure. Yeah. She her acting and her embodiment of 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 Miss Marvel of Kamala Khan, I was like, oh, she's knocking this out the park. I understand why they chose her. I'm coming back for this. You and Marvel does a great job of that. Like anytime I see Brie Larson now, I think Cap- uh, Captain Marvel. I can't. I can't help it. Oh no, no, that's who she is. Like that's the thing. Like no, no, that's a fact. Like Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. He's Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tom Holland is Spider Man. Yeah. Chris Evans is Captain America. You don't like, think of Chris? You don't. Well, ne- you ain't never thinking about Chris Evans' Human Torch. Like I think we don't. Never. I was gonna say like just take flipping to the DC. We know Christian Bale played Batman. He's not bat. We know he's not you don't bat. Th- Look, put it like this. You don't think of Chris Evans' Human Torch or Michael B. Jordan's Human Torch. Not at all. That's and again, facts. and again, we have not had a good Fantastic Four. And it's coming. It's coming. They, I think, can't, I think they can't miss now. They they can't miss. Yeah, I think they'll do good with that. Um and see, then- now here's the thing. And and see this 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 kind of and I don't want to say can can counter my hot take in a way, but even Hassan as a common fan. Who hasn't really invested in phase four still thinks no, no. no matter what when when marvel puts out fantastic four they're gonna knock it out the park like they Not forgot no like you know what i'm saying so like it, to keep oh. people invested in phase four i think they you know what i'm saying forgot the common fan a little bit now they, they haven't lost the confidence you know what i'm saying people will get to certain aspects of phase four when they do but like Man, people not uh, when they drop a movie because uh, and I wanted to get to this because I again like we, but all these times we can keep going. I wanted to get into Black Panther, but the oh the, get into the, it. Let's the do it. Standalone movies they Let's can't now the shows because again they're deeper stories. You think now, Marvel can't miss? On certain movies they can't miss. They're not, not they're not allowed to miss. They're not, not allowed. allowed and can't is different. They're, I'll say this on some they're not allowed. They're not allowed okay. to. Miss on black panther for damn sure i'm yeah. worried i'd be lying and if i say, I say and the reason i say they can't miss on fantastic four is because they've missed with the last two you've you've had this formula of success take that formula to this i you can't count that as them missing you can't count that as them that's a whole different i, I again it's not them but the but the i feel brand, you i feel what brand. you're saying because there's been two failed attempts you can't have a third strikeout on fantastic four you cannot right. do that i agree right. with that yeah I agree with that. How do I y'all feel about that how they, they, they couldn't even bring, they they couldn't bring Fantastic Four in and no because we, we it, people just like nah 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 you can't you can't you can't ruin that at this point especially now that you know what I'm saying they don't bought a whole company just to get the rights essentially yeah yeah exactly. Exactly. exactly but how do you feel Panther. about Black Panther let's let's how how let's do talk we about it that's two months two what yeah that's my, two months, Mike two Mike you've been quiet bro I need you to talk let's to talk the, about it. I want you to just say a take. Have we all seen the trailer? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mike, you first. Yeah. 
Mike needs uh, more time. No pressure, no pressure. Um, pressure. Shane alluded to kind of how I felt, and he said he'd be lying if he said he wasn't at least a little worried. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am too, because I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm confident they pull it off just because it's Marvel, first of all. Um, and they've been successful up to this point. I think Marvel will at least make it interesting. How they do it, that's what I don't know. So when I walk into that theater, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know what to expect. You think you're going to cry? <laughs> you going to shed a tear? Little thug I don't think I'll shed a tear, but I'll definitely hit the real nigga pound chest. The real nigga pound chest. I think I'm going to cry, yo. I think when I actually like- going to throw the X up? I, I, think watch. I don't know if I might go that far. I, might, I don't know. Because I wasn't yeah, somebody- Come I didn't on, go to Chad, I didn't go to Chad. I didn't go to the first Black Panther in costume or dashikis or nothing. I'm gonna be honest. I'm I didn't go. go I'm gonna, I'm I didn't go that pro black. I did I go didn't. to dashiki. I didn't. I didn't. I did not go that pro black. I, I wore black. I wore a Black Panther shirt. Like I wore a Black Panther shirt. Okay. So friends, in the but I didn't, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I got Black Panther gear, but it's like I I didn't. I wasn't doing that. I'm not throwing on the dashiki and all that. Just, just you want throwing on the suit and the, and the helmet. It's a bit much. It's a bit much for me. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Now, mind you, you're talking, to, you're talking to somebody who will go to the Star Wars show. I go to the first night in a in a onesie in my pajamas. You know what I'm 100%. saying? 100%. That's pajamas why I had to ask. Flip flops. But at Black Panther, nah, nah, nah. I ain't Yo, I'm, I'm, I, I want to go first before you, Shane. Because I feel like you need, to, you need to be the closer. Mike, I'm, I heard what you said. And even though I said they aren't allowed to, I said keyword I said they're not allowed to mix they're not and right. I'm, the pressure is there and you know be respectful RP Chadwick Bozeman because he passed and you have to continue without him who was a legend and an icon out of respect you can't miss mm-hmm. so, do y'all think Marvel has had a project with any more pressure than that one no no because I think I honestly think like Wakanda Forever has more pressure to be a success than anything Marvel has ever made. They can't miss. They're not. I agree with you on that. So so I am nervous. This 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 movie has to be great. Not good. It has to be great. It has to be a love letter to you know a love letter and tribute and perfect send off to Chadwick Boseman as that character. Especially since the first one was such a smash and so universally loved. Great. It's like just just on the fact of that alone, plus the pressure of the sudden loss. Rest in peace, Chadwick Bozeman. Um, yeah, man. They they, that, they gotta come with it. That that can't be that that mm, this one. All right, man. Let's get. Let's, I'm gonna man, let you. I'm gonna let you finish who, though. Hassan. Who do y'all think is the new Black Panther? Uh, and no, I was basically done, Mike. I basically, I'm with you. I'm nervous because the pressure is there. And that's oh no, doing. that's that's what makes me man. That, that, yeah. So so I am nervous for them too. Uh, and I think that this is actually what's going to make or break it is who, who the new Black Panther. Who so is? Who, yeah. Who, who do you think it is? Cast. There is a there is a shot of a Black Panther at the end of the trailer. You do not see the face. I, it is a behind shot, but. We know there will be somebody in a Black Panther suit. Who do you think? That's crazy to me, bro. All right, can I? I I, I, I got one that I truly believe, and I have two guesses. Okay. 
Give me the guesses first. Don't give me the one you really believe. And I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm bad with names. You're great with names. Um, sure. Old boy from, um, oh, damn, why am I blanking on right now? Ooh. What's that, um, what's that show the in South Central with the, the crack dealer, the drug dealer? The one mm-hmm. that's out right now, British dude. Black British. Oh, you talking about Daniel Kaluuya? I don't think he even in the movie. No, 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 no. The other British dude. The other uh, snowfall. Uh, there we go. I'm blanking. My bad. Snowfall. The snowfall. Oh, 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 oh. Snowfall, dude. Snowfall, dude. Des- Desmond Idris or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. He, he, he's a guest because his name is like if they booked him, people wouldn't be mad. He's respected. That's interesting. Um, the the dude okay. who was in a uh, Lovecraft Country. Nah, he's Kane. He's Kane. Okay, so he's already casted. Okay, so then that yeah. was gonna be. He's it. talking about Jonathan Majors. Yeah, exactly. Because he's, yeah, he's nah, not he's, Jonathan Majors. Yeah. He's, he's Kane. He's he's okay, Kane. Okay. Yeah, you haven't seen Loki. He's already he's already okay. in there. Okay. Okay. Watch Loki. So then. Please watch Loki. So then, this is who I really think is gonna be, and you gotta bear with me. Okay. Oh shit! All right, what am I drink? Michael B. Jordan. Nah, that's a theory floating around. That's a theory Michael, floating around. Michael, they find a way to that's a theory floating around. Michael B. Jordan because something that's a theory floating around. Let me let me family. He's connected. They're gonna find a way. Let me give for a superstar, black leading man to take the shoes, and that's it. He was his greatest rival. Let me give Hassan's Michael B. Jordan. theory a little bit of creep. I didn't know that was a theory. I just it just felt right. It feels right. No, 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 no. That's that's a that's a low key theory going around. I've seen it on channels like Screen Crush and New Rock Stars and things like that. So, might, might um, I'm not gonna man, I'm not gonna steal this thought and make it seem like it's totally original. And I thought of it because you can see countless theories about this on YouTube. But I'm gonna break it down as best as I can. Is essentially Marvel has already shown that there are multiple versions of the afterlife. So in Moon Knight, um they are in one version of the afterlife and they a a avatar is quoted as saying that the black panthers version of the afterlife is a beautiful place right so we know that there are different versions of the afterlife also thor love and thunder spoiler if you haven't seen i don't even care spoiler but you also see that valhalla is real which means the norse mythology of you know an afterlife is also real so we know that there are three versions of an afterlife we've also seen a character be resurrected moon knight is pivotal in showing that people in real time not too long after death can be revived moon knight first becomes moon knight to save himself from death he then dies in the series has the moment and comes back to life so those two things are important we know that there are multiple versions of the afterlife and people can come back from life another theory going around or part of this that adds to the theory when michael b jordan and chadwick boseman first fight they fight on level playing field right chadwick boseman has the heart-shaped herb removed the powers of the heart-shaped herb he asked that they put him on ice, they revive him. When they fight the second time, they both have the heart-shaped herb, which mm. gives you superhuman abilities and a healing factor. So 
if we also go on the fact that now they've changed Atlantis to a uh what is it called Talo Talokan if I'm not mistaken I'm trying to pronounce that as best as I can respectfully um but if we go on maybe Chadwick Boseman's Black Panther being a man of honor and honoring the wishes of Michael B. Jordan's Eric Killmonger, which he was quoted saying, bury me in the ocean with my ancestors who jumped from the ships because they knew slave, uh, they knew death was better than bondage, right? If he happened to be, let's just say let off anywhere in the ocean near Wakanda, chances are Talokan, which was circled in Iron Man 1 on the map, that circled various mm. locations, mm. right? There's a circle in the middle Starting. of the ocean. I remember that the scene. coast. The yep. Movie. Go back and watch Iron Man 1. When you see that map off, off the coast of Africa, there's I know a exactly circle what you're talking about. in the ocean. I'm yep. pretty sure that that's Talokan, right? So let's just say by some chance that his body has drifted to Talokan. Well, if Talokan is in Mayan culture and they have their own beliefs and spiritual, that's what it's based mm. off of. Mm. What if <laughs> by some chance they got real body and know of some way to bring him back? So my a lot to take in. My guess is a whole crazy. lot of stuff on People YouTube. Already done you the ground up, but yes, it's a whole lot of groundwork that says wow. he can be revived. Now, I'm going to guess. Who's your pick, Shane? Let the, my, let the people know. My only logical guess right now is Shuri. That's one, exactly who I was going to say. For one reason and one re Well, two reasons. Wait, wait, say the name again for me. Say the Shuri. Name. Shuri. His, you his, hear that his younger sister. Shuri. His younger sister, Letitia Rice. Character. Princess of Wakanda, right? Yes. Now, the only sense. reason I think it's going to be Shuri is number one prime source material. Shuri does inherit the Black Panther mantle in the comic book at a certain point, and she is a great Black Panther. The lineage. There's lineage. Let's remove source material just for a little bit. If you pause right on when <laughs> they open the hand and you see the claw, okay. if you notice on the forearm, there is a basically panther mouth that opens and encompasses the form. It looks like your arm is coming out of the panther's mouth. Mm. Okay. Who do we know to have already used weapons on their arms that are in the shape of a panther's head? Shuri. That's her. So let's just say, especially with her being the genius, and she's already used that. If I'm a tech, if I'm, if me, just. She built I, a suit. I can think of exactly. And she built, she, suit. she exactly. built exactly. Let's 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 take it there. She yeah. not only built, she built both of their suits. She built True. Eric Killmonger Jaguar John, and she built the new Black Panther one. Those were both the same nanotechnology. So if she's the wizard with the nanotech, follow me now, and she made the Black Panther suit. Would you guys find it believable? That she added that weapon to the suit, and that is how the weapon materializes. No, that makes a lot of sense. It, it makes sense because one, it follows the source material, and two, it's just logic. It's logical. 
I was going. I'm just saying, if you just if you peel source material away, if we just gotta go on some things that we've seen in Black Panther in the MCU and the universes we know it. We know Letitia Wright is a genius on the level of Tony Stark and Bruce Banner. Why? Because as soon as Vision came, she solved a problem, right? You know what I'm saying? She happened to be dusted. You know what I'm saying? At the same time as Chadwick Boseman. Because we know Black Panther got dusted with the snap and her face pops up on the missing persons. Okay, I'm sure. Well, I don't want to say I'm sure. My assumption is Black Panther's uh, cinematic universe death will tie into the snap somehow, probably. They'll, they'll, they'll explain it where they'll explain it in the right way. There's going to be got, an in universe way to explain that. And I got a question for you, Shane. Um, Another pick for me, this one was just like out of left field. Uh, it would have been, uh, what's his name? Mbaku. The person in the suit is too slim. My dog is muscular. Like if he was in that, that is suit, true. you won't know. That it. is true. Because my left true. field pick honestly was Lupita. That another. was another like left field for me too. Because she already has You the, only the see her once in the trailer too. And you don't see true. her no other time. That and I refuse true. to believe a, a name as big as Lupita Nyong'o is only getting shown in a Black Panther trailer one time when she was just his love interest. That's what I'm saying. Don't yeah. freeze in the beginning of the movie. He want her mm -hmm. to stay. You know what I'm saying? He get her at the end. Like, she can't just be a blip just looking at the horizon. Like, that's not, I'm not, I refuse to believe her character fades off into obscurity like that. Mm. That can't happen. But then again, mm. I mean, okay. Nah. I was going to say uh, Shorty that's the captain of the Dora, too. Hmm. I I didn't think about her, but that's... She deserves it. She deserves it. That'll be interesting. That'll definitely be interesting, That'll be too. interesting. But, uh, still but that's the... That's the biggest. That's the biggest question. Be bald. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I don't know. That's a good question. That's something to think about. But no, like y'all said, that I think that's what it rides on. Do you think we'll see before the movie releases? They, we'll they see who it is. No. You think we'll have to go watch no, the movie to see? No, it? you got. You gotta go watch that movie to find out who the next is. Is that gonna be their selling point? That's what's gonna get oh, people to the theater. I don't know if it'll be the selling point, but I know the success of the movie rides on that. It's a factor. Okay. It's a factor, okay. and it might it might end up being their selling point depending on how much they show of the costume as a whole. But you have to be careful about that because then you give away if it's a male or female character. In the position that they were in the initial teaser shot, you still can't tell a hundred percent if that's a man or a woman. And that's the difference. Once you that's show true. too much from a certain angle, you give that away. The mind, the, your 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 mind is automatically going to be trained to just you well, know what do, I'm saying? Do oh, we, do we really think they're about to go the whole run up, lead up, and not tell us who it is? Or at some yes. point, you think they're they're well, going to they're, they're, they're not gonna, telling you. They're, they're, they're going to leave us in the dark. Leave they're them not dark. telling. That's move. I appreciate that. Mm. that that's move. Interesting. But they already came out and That's said they move, weren't though. going to bold recast. Move. It is bold. They weren't going to recast a T'Challa. So 
T'Challa in their cinematic universe, for all intents and purposes, will have now passed. No, they they, passed they, they 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 hinted at that in the trailer. So they're not. There's no way after letting you know there will be another Black Panther that they're gonna tell you. the The success of this movie rides right on that. And mm-hmm. as soon and honestly, it's gonna be hard, probably on social media. I mean, like people are really, really going to have to care and be respectful to not spoil that. Because once people go to the movie and see it's, that, I no, don't no, see no, that no. being... Mid, midnight, you got to stay That's going to be... That's going to be all the internet. That's going to be talked about. Just stay off everything. Or just that's going to be yeah. talked about. There's, There's no, no delete, way. Delete you're, not, you're, not, you're not ducking. Yeah, you're it's not, impossible. You're not it's impossible. You're not ducking that. It's impossible. Once that, because that's that's literally what everyone is gonna go if if we're replacing, you know, Chadwick Boseman's Black Panther with another one. Who is it, and are you going to, you know, what I'm saying, uphold this? So, first of all, these are big questions, big movies, big dollars on the line. But first, we have one more break of the Mike and the Sancho. We will be back with Shane. To continue out this saga. Stay tuned. So we are. Okay. We are back. Final. Final chapter of this episode of Mike and the Song with Shane. And viewers, I need y'all to bear with me. You know, we was going on a lot of different topics. At this but this is important to me. I gotta go back to Star Wars because I wanted to talk about one specific character, Darth Vader. And Shane? My favorite character. I'm sure. And Shane would inspire me to have you on this episode. I was up late in in the crates of YouTube a Darth Vader video came up and you know what I felt? For context, you were up at probably like one in the morning. This was really, it was late. It was late. It was late, but I know you're the Star Wars guy, so I had this thought. I was watching this, and I was and it was multiple Star Wars thoughts. It wasn't like oh, it was yeah, it was some good. I I was on a whole little rant. I was like, I can't go through this alone. So I had to text you. It was good. I had to text you. So I'm gonna bring it to the pod. Let's do it. I'm gonna just say I felt empathy for Darth Vader. I realized he was the victim of the whole. Star Wars universe, all the destruction chaos he did, is because he's a victim, and we need to empathize with the Dark Lord. Because something this guy said this in a video, and it slipped my mind for many years. And for the casual Star Wars fan, you heard it, but you forgot it. But if you remember the Phantom Menace, Anakin Skywalker before he was dark as a little boy, mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. says, he says, this little boy, I'm a slave. Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker was born a slave. Now, we didn't, no one put too much to it because it's a little white boy on the screen saying he's a slave. We're like, ah, sure, Star Wars. Think about this. This man was a, a boy who was a slave. His owner threatened that, oh, I'll sell your mother away, da 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 da. So that's why, you know, Anakin had attachment issues. Then Obi Wan and Qui Gon, they think they're saving the boy. They bought him, they bought a boy. 
with some loose change. No, no, no. That he won. He won his freedom. He won a bet. Let's, let's get that right. However you want to frame he won a it. Bet. Shane. He won yeah. a bet. That's we fair. Know he won a bet. Hey, he won a bet. Hey, he earned that it. Scene, he earned that pot racing scene is fire, though. No, that's a great scene. Great. Okay. Great scene. Great they made the slave boy risk his life for his freedom in a in a in a racing death race in a death race. There we go. Literal death. Yeah. There's just fucking, so he can be most taken. Most of the by field died. Yes. Most of the field exploded them. and died. <laughs> the little they boy who was a slave. If I'm if I'm race. being honest, I don't think anyone in the Phantom Menace pod race finishes, but in but him. everyone else. Yeah. He's taken by some mysterious monks that we call Jedi that he's only known for about a week. And we are going to take you to a military boarding school to make you a super soldier you can't we don't have enough You're money to a little off. bit of this no no listen let me rock let all me right, rock yeah all right all right all right listen all right they, they didn't even they didn't even bother i think the the owner said no but they didn't even bother to, to rescue the mom they could have just took freedom they had the lightsaber <laughs> now we're gonna we're gonna buy this slave <laughs> his freedom but we're the peacekeepers here okay they bring him to a military school to make him a super soldier, fresh out of slavery, no therapy, none. Hey. Then he go, then he goes to military school. He finally gets one visit to go see his mom out of 13 years of military school. Which he snuck away to do. The known as the Jedi Order. He had to sneak away for one visit yeah. to discover his mom was also a slave, was kidnapped. And tortured and killed by Tuscan Raiders. By Tuscan Raiders. Mind you, this is this is low-key a kids movie, but again, we gotta glance uh -huh. over these different themes. Yeah. Then he goes on a massacre. And the what the video was explaining to me is like, did was Anakin swayed or was he manipulated by Palpatine? He was, but what it mentioned, Anakin was always this person because he was dealing with trauma and he never like Mace Windu didn't fuck with him. The whole Jedi order was like a ticking time bomb. No therapy, no support system. Just hey, slave boy, it's time for war. And he's the greatest soldier. And then the <laughs> one guy who gives him any, maybe not the own guy, the second guy to give him positive reinforcement and belief in himself is Palpatine. That's true. Okay. And I want to I want to add to this real quick because I, <laughs> I know that was use... a wild one. Viewers, y'all had to bear with me. That was a wild one. But I also... I, is that not in the movie? It's, <laughs> it's all in the film, it's and I movie. feel like I can't. I, I feel like I can't ignore this either. He's a slave. <laughs> but okay, look, I was watching Parasite the other night, right? Oh <laughs> Why are we laughing at him the, being a slave? They made the white boy a slave. <laughs> Oh no, we're getting banned. <laughs> no, 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 We're getting no, banned. No. So Mike was watching no. Parasite. <laughs> That's the movie. Look, That's the movie. Go ahead, bro. Go that ahead. is the movie. Let me connect these dots real Darth quick. Darth Vader the victim. Me... Go ahead. He is a victim. I agree with you like that. And that is why Vader is also my favorite character, especially in part three in the lava hug. scene. And he has, <laughs> you know, and Obi-Wan chops his legs off or whatever, and he's crawling. I'm just like, man, why Anakin? But anywho, um, I was watching... <laughs> His I'll, wife died. His wife just died. Yeah, I'm like, come on, man. But okay. uh, Go ahead. This is, oh, this is a lot to unpack, Shane. I know you have a lot to say, but let me get this, let me get this point across real quick because I want to use Anakin as a symbol. 
assembled. And I want to say that I was watching Parasite the other night. And anyone who's seen that movie knows that it has a lot of uh, social commentary, social status, um, classism, things like that. Pretty Great much film. just saying that, the you isms. know, Great the, poor, the, the poor will stay poor, the rich will get rich, this, that, and the other. And I feel like this is one way to connect this. Speaking of what, uh, you know, Hassan talking about Anakin's upbringing, his, his triumph, et cetera, et cetera. That man's an inspiration, bro. He went from being a slave, a, a nothing, all the way to a high-ranking Jedi Knight. He was a conqueror. A he was a respected member. And then one of the strongest lords of the And he's one of the that, strongest. That ended up being known. I mean, pop teams of like- really Ruled the galaxy. Out. He was He cold. ruled an entire guy. That nigga's an inspiration. He needed therapy. <laughs> Is Anakin just a two nigga things, in disguise? Two things fresh, can be true. So hey, like, fresh out of slavery, they send them to like a military school. That's cool. Well, oh, nah, oh. nah, really, if you really want to, if you really want to like really be gangster about it, fresh out of slavery, like he, a war. he was, no, he was in a war as a kid. Like, remember, he, takes, a child the, he takes the Naboo starfighter in space and he's flying around he as a does. kid in a war. So he he's goes from being a slave to like about to be a new monk Padawan to like, wait a minute, now I'm a starfighter. The Jedi I couldn't even buy him as a slave. You so gotta go death race for your life so, so we can put you in war. So peep though, the overarching minus the last three. So from the Force Awakens to the Rise of Skywalker, I'm just gonna count George Lucas's vision of those six films being from The Phantom Menace to The Return of the Jedi. So run them off real quick. Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, um, Revenge of the Sith, A New Hope, <clears throat> Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. These six movies, while made <laughs> years apart, <laughs> okay? Technically okay. two different but connecting stories are an okay. overarching tragedy about one character being Anakin Skywalker. I love that Hassan pointed out a lot of these things which are true and then I'm gonna debunk some of them. Yes, Anakin Skywalker is does start off a slave. That's a fact, that's a fact. Watto does not want to get rid of his slaves. Now, let's put some context when we say the word slave, Anakin Skywalker is not picking cotton, getting whipped and shit like that. Anakin Skywalker is working in a junkyard and then he go home to his mama and they just poor folk. So that is a Star Wars slave on Tatooine. Let's just- They didn't make it look too bad. Yeah, no, 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 let's just be, uh, yes, still a slave. And, and again, I, and again, and again, though, the guy in the video, I'm, again, I'm just giving a preface. Yeah, no, no, no. I know we, we're, we're getting back to this topic. He said, Part of Anakin's greatest weakness was his attachment issue. The, and, by far. And the, only, and the only person he had by far. was his mom. And he reminded us that Waddle would threaten, if you don't blah, 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 I'm going to sell your mom. So, so peep that this. That was his greatest fear. Go so on. peep this, right? Therapy. Go Overarching. No, 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 no. Not just therapy, right? Balance. This, this is crazy, especially how, how Mike said, is, is Darth Vader just a nigga, right? Think of it like this. Anakin, Wait, Anakin, no, 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 watch this, watch this. Anakin <laughs> is a young male, a young, poor, lower class male growing up with a single parent, right? 
We can all agree I'm on that, right? Saying, connect hey, the dots. Right? Hey. All right, well, well, what hey. watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. I'm just this. saying, I, I had to ask the question. Now watch this, watch that. this, watch this, watch this. He is a miracle <laughs> child of sorts, but he is extremely gifted beyond his means in an, as, in an aspect that very few people on the planet are. We can agree on that. That's what makes him a Jedi. You know what I'm saying? They do the right. midichlorian shit, but let's just be honest. Start, Not everybody start, is a force wielder. So, start off. now, Anakin. Anakin is found and discovered by Qui-Gon Jinn. This is important. Sound like baseball recruiters. Go on. Gang, cool. Now, Qui-Gon Jinn is the person who finds him, wants to free him, liberate him from slavery, decide to train him as a Jedi, discovers he's a chosen one, so on and so forth. Now, we all know the way the story turns out. Darth Maul, psh, by Qui-Gon. Now you stuck with Obi-Wan. Cool. Mm -hmm. Obi-Wan, key here, resentful master. When Obi-Wan first learns of Anakin, he correlates Anakin to Jar Jar Binks. He says, have we picked up basically another like piece of trash or something like that? But he essentially correlates Anakin Skywalker, who is the chosen one, to Jar Jar Binks, resentful master, right? Now, not only are right. you the resentful master, but you end up following your word to be a master to the Padawan who ends up being better than you. That's, that's also important, right? All right, cool. So now to what you said about um, emotional attack, uh, his attachments, not having his mother. Um, Dave Filoni is like the current probably executive creative at Lucasfilms and whatnot. So in the overarching, you know, who controls fan uh, lore of Star Wars is George Lucas. Like if you have to correlate it, George Lucas is God, Dave Filoni is Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So Dave Filoni put it expertly. Anakin Skywalker needed Qui-Gon Jinn not to go to the dark side because everything about what led Anakin to the dark side was because of all the other masters shunting him, essentially. So it's great that yeah. you said that Mace Windu wasn't with it. Because every time Anakin thinks he's about to open up to the Jedi Council, they just tell him some shit that he don't feel comfortable with. Whereas Qui-Gon Jinn always rebelled against the Council and would have been accepting. So Dave Filoni goes into a beautiful, like, you know what I'm saying, explanation as to why that whole moment is called Duel of the Fates. It's about Anakin's fate. Anakin needed this father figure. Mm. As black men, hello, needed, you know what I'm saying, a two-parent household, so to speak. Talk to him. So, Talk to you know him. what I'm saying? So, Anakin needed this father figure to get through some of the things that he was dealing with. Anakin wouldn't have had the same <laughs> type of problems with attachment to his mother, the same type of problems about opening up to uh, about Padme. You know, a, a lot of these things, if Qui-Gon Jinn lives through that fight with Darth Maul, Anakin doesn't have these problems. Anakin, if Qui-Gon Jinn is alive, Anakin tells Qui-Gon Jinn that Padme, that he like that he is interested in Padme. He goes oh, to Qui-Gon Jinn first about finding out Palpatine is a Sith Lord. Uh, he had to hide everything. Qui-Gon Jinn is the most important Jenga piece that pulls it all apart. And when he dies, now there's nothing to, to save this boy, you know what I'm saying, from this, this terrible fate that, that awaits him. 
know what I'm saying? So to what you especially say about, you know what I'm saying, being a nigga, yes, it is about his tragedy and then redemption because even, okay, let's, man, I hate to even be this stereotypical, but it's it wasn't his fault, absent father. You know what I mean? Darth Vader was also what absent, absent father. father. Now, not his fault. Not his fault. Palpatine had to drive him closer and closer to the dark side. So he lied to him and told him that he immediately killed Padme when that wasn't true. She died in childbirth. But yeah. if you really want to get deep into some shit, I think that Palpatine used whatever Sith alchemy to steal Padme's life and give it to Qui-Gon. I mean, not to Qui-Gon, to give it to Anakin. Because we've already seen in Star Wars when Ben Solo saved Rey, what did he do? When he force healed her, he died. So what did Palpatine do? He force heal. He used all the machinery to give him limbs, and then he used the force heal technique and still in Padme life. Mm. Also, to how the woman I, really gives life to the black man. Mm. Hey, oh yes, look, look. it's a whole lot of that. Look, it's look. a whole lot of that. Did y'all, did y'all coordinate that? Was that in the tuck? Nah, I'm just saying. Like that when, wasn't even in the tuck. That's see, on the fly. I just gave him the alley. He did. You know? He did. That was just that mm. was just off the off the dome, off pure thought. But like, especially when you think about like certain aspects. So like, he wasn't immediately a child soldier. He grew up training in the Jedi Order for years before the Clone Wars even happened. So I mean, you you you, you want to train your child soldiers. I mean, yeah, but the, they weren't trained for soldiers. They just happened to be superhuman. So obviously, if you guard this capital world of of a galaxy, let's not say the galaxy, because I mean, this is Star Wars. I mean, they were they were knights, so it's like child knights. I mean, yes, but that's an internal. That's <laughs> we, not. This is this is semantics. This is that's semantics. a little bit it, of semantics. You just trying to get up to he a child soldier. <laughs> This is a man. Yeah. He was Again, really I'm, a teenager. I'm, like he wasn't I'm even a child. He was of legal age to be a soldier. Like he this he was it'd have been so the same as like an 18 year old going to get drafted. So you're telling me up. all soldiers are okay. No, I'm, I'm not saying all no, soldiers. Come on. I'm not saying all this is what we gonna do. I'm not saying all of them. But we're not gonna do we're yep. not gonna say that some people, some people straight out of high school at the year of 18, 18 Those years are still of children. Age, I'm saying they're still children. I'm cool with I agree with that, but we're not gonna say that some people straight out of high school at the age of 18 don't go into the armed services. Now, do they have to go to war? That depends on the you know climate of the world. You know. Respect the troops. I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah, he but, he became you know, a Jedi 10, 10 to twelve, whatever type of years before war even yeah. became a thought. Again, again, you know, I'm using a little bit of drama for the sake of yeah. You, you know, putting sauce on it. You putting sauce yeah, on but it. Of course. The, of the course. point I was w- trying to welcome to the Mike and the is Darth Vader had been tortured by Palpatine by the. His own poor choices by fate, and we can use all the comparisons. Of the I mean, somebody, I want to just say he's a. In a way, in a way, you gotta feel sorry. I mean, at look, man, this is crazy, but like this is just all a lesson as to not lean too far to one way. Your life has to be a balance of emotion and logic. You know what I'm saying? Anakin was so attached to emotion that he never gave logic a second thought. You know, everything about Anakin that led him to his fate was emotionally driven. Anakin had visions of the future, but they were only visions of the future that he was going to cause. If you stop for a minute and think and, you know, what I'm saying don't just go on pure emotion. Some of these things are avoided. 
you know what I'm saying? His mom is not necessarily avoided. That's a that's a slavery situation that's out of his control. You know what I'm saying? Right. Dude buys his mom freedom, but Tuscan Raiders, you can't control that. But that's what lets you know Anakin can see the future and he has the ability to work either with it or against it. You know what I'm saying? So now that you know you have this gift, you can't just take everything you see at face value. You know what I'm saying? If you can see the future, sometimes you should stop and think, oh, is this a future maybe that I caused? Because that's all it was. You know what I'm saying? The 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 visions you see. If he if he just accepted what was going on, and again, this actually came up in the, in the video. Now, so I don't want to bring up the whole thing, but again, if Anakin if Anakin accepted life for what it was or what could happen, he would have been better off. But instead, he tried to always control and will. He willed everything that really happened. Oh yeah, but I mean acceptance mm. is a difficult part of the human experience you know what i'm saying no i know i'll say this i'll be real bro i'll be real with y'all after i watched this video and it broke down anakin's flaws and again i'm not perfect i saw some me in there oh well that's oh, so it that's the thing that's the thing that's crazy about star that's, wars that as, I love. as a young man just being emotional and going through shit and you know i i'll be real i have rage yeah oh yeah, yeah of course well that's of the course. thing we all do. that's the thing about star wars that i love and that keeps me you know what i'm saying in it is for as you know fantastic and you know out of this world and alien it tries to seem it is remarkably human you know what I'm saying? The Mandalorian is a father-son story. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? The, yeah. the, the, you know, Star Wars is the tragedy of, of, of a man who wants to have, who wanted to have a family, did, you know, was, it was stolen from him and now realizes, wait, it survived. What will I do for it to survive after me? That's what one through six is. One through three is Anakin and his buildup and understanding why this is important to him because then when you get to the original trilogy you understand why does this menacing dark lord of the Sith who has actually why does why does, why does Luke matter so much to Darth Vader, Vader. To Vader Darth dude. Vader is you know what I'm saying he has what is it? I, I'm trying to be a dad I forgot what is it but Darth Vader has in total I'm trying to be a black dad oh god in total over three <laughs> movies Darth Vader has, so now you, so now he's black right okay. yes. black. James Earl Jones <laughs> is black James Earl Jones is black he's black James Earl Jones is black I don't care who's in the suit so James Earl Jones is black so yes Darth Vader that's what I'm saying but that's when you saying, think yeah. about Darth Vader over the course and of can live the black movies, story over the course of three movies, he has maybe at max 50 minutes of runtime. So think about that. Three movies over an hour and a half long, and he consumes 50 minutes at max over three minutes, over three movies. And all you know about this guy is he's the bad guy. And not only is he the bad guy, but then it sets up another even bigger bad guy in the Emperor. Because the first time you see Darth Vader submissive, he calls the Emperor. What does he do? He bows. He gets on one knee. Yeah, that this was is the that man was... that was choking motherfuckers in the middle of an office. Your, your Jedi religion and blah, 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 blah. And then he chokes a motherfucker with the force and says, I find your lack of faith disturbing. And this dude gets on his knees and bows to a hologram. Yo, you know yo, what I'm saying? Again. 
so again, like, I know we just, and I want to add this. I want to add this. I want to add this. And again, we we on time constraints, but and the same thing. This guy also explained. I've seen this in little. I've seen a few Star Wars comics. After you know uh, the whole becoming Vader, the suit instantly hate. You know, war, conquer, whatever. Hate, anger. Palpatine nonstop tortured. Yes, Vader oh. nonstop. Put in the him through in the most gruesome of ways, and it was like all this pain and hate is going to make him darker and evil, which it did. But it goes back to my point. Vader is a victim. He is. The victim. There probably isn't a bigger victim in Star Wars lore than you know, Darth Vader. I, I Look, this was, this was said. There was one part in their years of conquer. Vader failed or something didn't go right. Palpatine took this nigga's legs and arm off the robotic bits. Uh-huh. And threw him back on the planet he 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 saved him from, and say find your way back. Or or that's it. Like that's it. See you back at home. Wow. Took his mm-hmm. leg and arms mm-hmm. and threw him on the same planet where he got burned at and said figure it out. Man. Like, no, that like, might be. On, well, it wasn't Mustafar. Is it, I gotta... it was. It was like a similar planet. It was. I think it was there's a comic was... book run of Darth Vader. And it's essentially where it starts is so in Revenge of the Sith, where he uses the force and he kind of crushes everything in the medical room that they use to put him in the suit. The comic book picks up right after that moment, right? Right, right. In this comic book, the first thing Vader is tasked with is um, essentially uh, getting his own lightsaber. So he asks, obviously, you know what I'm saying? There's there's this public display of them throwing lightsabers into this giant pyre, this big, you know, fire, almost like an Olympic bowl. And they're just throwing them in, throwing them in, throwing them in. And obviously he's like, do you know why I wouldn't give you just one of those? You know what I'm saying? So obviously a task of a Sith, a Sith lightsaber must be taken from a Jedi. You have to kill a Jedi, take his lightsaber, turn the crystal red. This, this, is, this is Palpatine talking to Vader. Yes. You know. So... Asserted his dominance. Okay. Okay. In, okay. in this, Palpatine has already pre-planned for this to take place. He is going to drop Darth Vader off on a planet where he has left a ship for Darth Vader. And he will use that to go on his quest to find the Jedi somewhere out there after Order 66 and take this Jedi's lightsaber. Find a, find a survivor for me. As soon as Palpatine drops him off at the planet, guess what? The ship has been stolen and he still leaves him there and goes off and mm-hmm. laughs about it. Oh, it seems your ship has been taken. Well, you'll figure it out essentially. Then by man walks a planet, slaughters a band of marauders to steal his ship back, goes on a quest to find a Jedi whose life vow is just fighting. That's it. That is all he as a Jedi lives for. He has taken a vow to the force. Got you. That means just to fight. And this man goes and fights him and takes his lightsaber. And literally is is demolished. I mean, has to re- has to take parts from a droid and attach them to himself. All kinds yep. of stuff. And meanwhile, he's a burn victim in a suit. In pain at all times. 
the suit is non-stop hurting him. There's all kinds of videos that mm. just show you what Darth Vader goes through to just survive, to just live. And it's disgusting. It's excruciating from the false stomach to the food liquidations and all this. So yeah, it is. Yes, he is a victim, the victim of Star Wars for a fact. I agree with that. And also a tragic symbolization of the black man. I'm just saying, man. I'm glad, that, I'm glad I was it. able to push my narrative. When you shame. think about it, when you y'all, y'all, y'all got me, I, y'all got me. I was I was able to, to to somehow prove a point without saying anything. When you so, think about it, I'm just saying. There you go. I, I feel I feel as if you know. While I do got to get my Star Wars game up to par with y'all, clearly I do feel like I picked enough from the universe to be able to say a take that Shane actually took and made a point with. So for that, uh, I'm satisfied. It was a great take. When you think about it, when you think about it, look at that. Look at that. That's beautiful. Um, it is time for us to wrap up the show. And viewers, I hope you've been bearing with us. We talked about Star Wars, Marvel, Black Panther, back to Star Wars. What our main man and looped around to the black man and looped around (laughs) to the black man with my main main shame. Uh, my brother, thank you for being here. It's been forever. an honor. It's been a pleasure. Well, this was <laughs> fire. Forever. And this is just gotta, a part one. Y'all got to put part one on this because I'm going to be back we, another time. We got to come with our, our message of the day, each one of us. And Shane suggested we stick to a theme. Low and, key, in a way, because we, we low key, man. We've we been on some shit. <laughs> that theme, viewers, is character. And because we talk about all the different characters in the MCU, Star Wars. Derek Jeter's character. Derek Jeter character. And my word of the day was be a character. And I mean by that, be you, be unique, be creative, express yourself, live your life how you see fit, be unique in whatever makes you you. Be a character. Mm. I like that. Great word, brother Hassan. Great word. Mike, um, uh, to follow that up, um, to kind of build on what Hassan said, just because we were talking about character and, um, we were talking earlier about Jeter and what made Jeter Jeter. Um, I just want to say, and, and, and shit, I think we can take some from you too, Shane. Cause like I said, uh, when we started the show, you know, we didn't have to tell you to be yourself or to be, you know, be 100% authentic. Just, I could have been just a bring it at all times. You know, so you're you you are a character, is what I'm saying. Definitely. So, um, you know, just uh, whatever you do, just make sure you're bold, make sure you own up to it, um, and don't be afraid to to just show people that side of you. Um, and that's coming from someone who's typically, uh, I'm rather reserved when I first meet people, as most of us are. But uh, I, I typically listen a hundred times more than I'll speak when I first meet people. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of going in a tangent on this one, but yeah, pretty much just be bold um, and just own up to, to who you are and uh, don't be afraid to show it. All right. Um, should I see the, I see the timer clicking. All right. Um, my word of the day, my word of the day. You know what, man? Um, Kit, man, we have, we have spoke a lot on a different ways about character in a, in a sense. So, I think um, 
my word of the day on character would be judge and hold people to their character but mm. award them the grace to not be shit you know what i mean plenty of us have moments where we just ain't shit you know what I'm saying? We 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 ain't shit. We abrasive. We combative. We problematic. We, you know, cynical. Whatever that negative word you want to put on it, hmm. everybody experiences. Hmm. Um, but give them the grace to experience that and get past that. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hold hold people to their regular. Judge people and hold people to their regular. But don't forget that life is ebbs and flows. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Allow people the grace to have the lows the same way you embrace them when they have the highs. You know what I mean? So that would be my word on a day on character. Because mm. I'm of the avid belief we all ain't shit in, in some way, shape, or form. Mm. That's why the, that's the first thing I said about myself. Yo, I'm unapologetically myself, but I also ain't shit to somebody. And that's okay. But you know what I'm saying? Allow people to be ancient, you know what I'm saying? Allow people to grow past being mm. ancient. Cause you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. I like that, yeah. I like that. Malcolm X was Malcolm Little, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Everybody gotta go through a journey. God ain't through with us, you know what I'm saying? At, at, the, at the moment he made us, you know what I'm saying? You gotta mold the clay and shit like that, but you gotta give, you gotta give, you know, as an artist, you got to go through ugly phases. You know what I'm saying? You got to go through the moment of the sketch where it don't look the way you want it. You know what I'm saying? You got to go mm. through the moments where the sculpture looks a little off and shit like mm. that. You know what I'm saying? So because it's a process, accept the bad parts of the process. Because you'll accept it for your own life, but you won't accept it for nobody else's. Try and do that. Oh, man, this brother's speaking. Just a little, just a little, just a little gym. Just a little gym and thing. You know? Listeners. This nigga talking. Just a little bit. Okay. Talking that talk. Okay. Just something okay. I think. Uh, something I try to do and something I want more people to do for me if you can, if you fuck with me and you know me. Okay. Give me the grace to not be shit because I know I ain't shit. And if you listen to this and you think I ain't shit, well, I, hey, I'm sorry, but I love you still. So here's what it is. Damn. Hey, man, this brother is, 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 is preaching. Um, again, listeners, viewers everyone across the world give my man shane some love he came on the show he was he was he was 100 comfortable 100 him he gave us a hundred percent knowledge of star wars he gave us he gave us he gave us game on jeter he gave us game on mcu he gave us game on star wars he gave us game on character Man, this nigga was in here dropping gems, y'all. We love having Shane on the show. Shane, you already know, you are a guest of the show, a brother of the show. We love you. We'll definitely have you back. On real life, and, um, I love both of y'all, man. I can't wait to be back. I can't wait. I, and yeah, I can't wait. Y'all and, 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 my real and, life brothers. Y'all know that. And just to drop this little nugget, because we didn't during the course of the show, I'm actually surprised that we didn't. Um, Shane and I have actually known each other. For about Ooh. what twenty five years now. Twenty five makes, 20, us, makes yeah. us sound old. Yeah. 24, 25 24, years. 25 so this years. yeah, we old. Bro. So Shane, right here, man. This is this is Two a real, decades of friendship. Nick, for real niggas talk about day ones. 
Real day one. Real deal. So show my man some love, y'all. From the Killed kindergarten the show. Field, we had we have fun. Viewers. It's your boy Mike. It's your boy Hassan. And it's and your boy Shane, nigga. The black Jedi, the one and only. Understand? The this? one and only. It did. And with that, <laughs> we're leaving the virtual building. Gang gang, may the force be yeah. with you. We're out of here. <laughs>